Shalom. Hi, I'm John. I'm Avram. And this is our podcast, Rabbi's Podkosher. Here we are, season four, episode two, back in back in the flow. Feels great. Feels great to be here. New studio, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> we move offices. Basically. Although we're still looking for those sponsors, so if you or your friends feel like sponsoring a studio. We're ready for you. Yeah. So today, today, what do we got on docket? Well, <laughs> the president has. It's like it's sort of crazy to keep track of all the th- all the offensive remarks the forty fifth president has made, both as president and as like a civilian, as civilian. But I think we to become like immune or dismissive is actually, I think, a great travesty. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Mm Heschel talks about living life with radical amazement, like that you can notice the wonder of the trees, but I also think it really applies to like the injustices and travesties and brokenness of the world, and that's why I think it also applies to the president's remarks, which can be so quickly be dismissed as, oh, well, that's That's just him. That's the host of The Apprentice talking. Actually, no, this is the leader of the most powerful like country in the world. So, the president um, claims that Jews who vote for, uh, Jews who don't vote Republican are, are greatly disloyal, who lack great knowledge. And the question is, what makes a disloyal Jew? Yeah, I'm, I would, out of all the insane things he's has said over the last couple of years, I so desperately want to ask him more questions. Like what? Like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. What What does voting for you um, have any relationship to being Jewish whatsoever? It's clearly the type of thing he hasn't fully thought through, right? Because let's say if his granddaughter, who's Jewish, were to grow up and decide to vote like... Democrat, would he call his granddaughter like disloyal? He might actually, who knows? He's talked about wanting to date his own daughter, so nothing is too far, but let's return to the question what makes a Jew disloyal? Is there, like what? what is a Jew, a Jew disloyal to? A Jew is disloyal to hatred, xenophobia, racism, homophobia, lies, falsehood, locking children in cages, um, being derogatory <laughs> to minorities, values, um, sexual assault. Right. Are you? Is there anything that a Jew can do that you're saying if a Jew does those things, then they're being disloyal? They're to being Judaism. dis. Yeah, they're still a Jew, but they're being disloyal to Judaism. I think it's also like, it's it's remarkable like to think that a politician would have like the chutzpah, really, the gall to c- claim what makes, like, what demands, what loyalty looks like for any particular faith tradition, you know? Like, not something that I think is so important in, in Judaism is, like, we believe in God. And, and that's g- it. And that's it. We don't actually believe that clergy have some more innate holiness than other, like, people. Like, Why would we have any loyalty to him? To who? To the 45th president. Are you only referring to him by that now? 45. I'm kind of into that. I'm not, I haven't, I don't like to say his name as much, mm. 
but um, but no, I'll call him by by his name. Too. You know, if anything, people have, and we've talked about this before, but I would go so far as to say that a Jew's primary responsibility to some extent in this current climate would be actually to be opposing to him. I'm going to say... That would be loyal to to Jewish values because everything that he seems to represent and speak about is in conflict with any Jewish value that I've been taught. Right, and and so, right, we know that like upwards of 70% of Jewish Americans vote Democrat. However, within the Orthodox community where we both like come from, there's, like, an overwhelming support of the president, or at least, I think, half of, like, Orthodox congregations vote for and still support the president. I'm going to try... where does that come from? Just uh, Israel? So I'm going to try now to, to play okay. devil's advocate. I have a little bit of experience now because I just came back from a trip to Israel where I got into a heated argument with a family member. If you're listening, chances are you're not listening to this podcast, <laughs> but... I love you, and uh, but I just want to put that. And you there. learned something from the encounter. I did learn something from the encounter. Um, here's what a Jewish Trump supporter says: his, his the the rhetoric, he, the way he talks about women is disgusting. The way he talks about people is disgusting. But we have not had a greater friend to Israel to preserve Jewish interests than President Trump. In not and not just moving of the embassy, the the way that he's fought in the UN for Jewish interest for Israel's interests, the the Iran deal, the sovereignty of the Golan Heights. Um, what do we say? You know, that made what, what do you say? Those things are true. That he certainly did those things. What I think your relative is missing out on is the way he's viewing these things are on a small scale of time, meaning like. Yes, short term, maybe some of these moves were beneficial, but over the long term, you know, making Israel into a non-partisan yeah, issue will wedge and divide. Will be a wedge, right? Because who's to say that in the future, like the Democrats will use, you know, right. will use this? Um, it, yeah. The other th- piece. Just, the other piece is does. Is as a Jew and as a Jewish American, does Israel have to be the top of what you vote for? Like, does that I don't think be so. the most important? I, I made that mistake once. Say, say how? I remember what was it, two thousand twelve, Obama's second re-election. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I forget. Um. It was this whole thing with the Iran deal, and I actually voted for Romney. Wow. For that one issue. That was it. Wow. And I have terrible—I mean, he won, so it doesn't really matter, but um, in retrospect, I think that was a terrible decision. Secrets are revealed here. Wow. Rabbi's pot kosher going deep. No, because think, our— you, obviously, an, an American Jew has to have Israel um, as as a um, as a factor in who they're voting for. But think about what's happening in Pittsburgh, for example. You know, well, Jews died there, and that me, was a result of crazy me, people being able to get guns. Of course. So why don't we, as Jews, now have an obligation to be? 
the prophet Jeremiah, each other. The prophet Jeremiah says to seek out the welfare of the city in which you belong. Right? There's a, there's an inherent Jewish value of like taking care of the, the community in which you find yourself. If you love Israel so much, go there. Well, but right. So, but this is the question, though, right? Like, does why does a Jewish American need to have fealty or loyalty to Israel? Because we can have a tremendous impact, right? Like, I think. Other Jews in other countries, that notion isn't as important because the country doesn't have an impact on such an international scale to cha- to influence the policies that are going on, right? Mm-hmm. Versus American America, Jews. like, think about what APEC has been able America. to do for... America! Right? Have you seen Team America? Yes, a long time it's ago. It's a great film. Yes. I don't feel like you respect the genius of the creators of South Park as much I as don't. I do. We'll talk about this another time. The same way you don't respect Larry David. I do respect Well, sign, don't get me started on Seinfeld right now. Stay focused. Stay focused. The question that we started with was, what m- makes a Jew disloyal? And I thought I think you outlined some of those themes and values that are like greatly disloyal. I think I just want to say something else, which is I don't think that Jews actually have even the ability to set to. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that Jews have that ability of saying, "Well, that's not Jewish." Right? Like, I get very frustrated when Jews are what like... What do you mean? When, when people are like, oh, yeah, that's not a Jewish thing to do. Oh. It's like, that's a Jew. Like, that person identifies horseback as Horseback riding. Right. Or, yeah. It's... It's, right? it's, like, not, a it's not a Jewish thing. thing. It's like... What would be some other one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Polo, polo, like, cross something. Yes, the cross. <laughs> The sport. It's like what makes Jews. You 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 have an um, an idea of your mind maybe of like what an Eastern European like. Ashkenazi, it happens to be like, that we've changed over time. It happens to be that Jews have been have flourished in societies that they found themselves over thousands of years and have adopted parts of like each culture that they've been in. So like, when someone says, "Oh, that's not Jewish," I get very like. I don't know, I get very suspicious mm. and suspect. It's not to say there aren't Jewish values, there aren't things that are out of bound, right? Like, I, I don't, I, there's, I perform Jewish weddings, I don't perform non-Jewish weddings, like, I believe in Jewish individualism and, and uniqueness, but, like, I don't, does, it, does it make I'm sense what you. I'm saying? I also think, like, and this will be my last point, yes. is being disloyal to a government or a foreign body is not um, such a bad thing if it represents evil. Beautifully put, rather. Um, let's remember. <laughs> you know? Let's, let's remember what, like, Abraham, Moses, Joseph, the, like, you know... A- say disloyal, I say rebel. Right. Um, or moral conscious. Freedom fighter. Freedom fighter. Right? Um, Spiritual resistance. Think about the so, law of the land and If it Germany. happens to be that... Exactly. Exactly. So, stay true to who you are. Don't let politicians... To all our disloyal listeners. Yeah, and don't let politicians determine what your fealty to Judaism looks like. You alone get to determine that. Amen. Uh, peace.